You are listening to the audio podcast of Gethsemane Baptist Church, located in Long Beach, California, pastored by Eli Reynolds. Excuse me, didn't go ahead and put this on here. All right, so I know I didn't give you any... Okay, now remember this morning, pastor showed a slide. I remember what the slide was for. Bowser, all right. Okay, now I don't have a dog to share with you, but let me give you a little background, okay? And some of you will like this, okay? And that is, um, many of you know that uh, my wife's uh, father went home to be with the Lord um, back uh, in October, early October. And um, we uh, had uh, the memorial service and um, pastor was there as well as uh, several from our church family. And uh, right before the service began, there were you know, the usual playing of the pictures and whatnot. And uh, it, was, it was wonderful to see uh, you know, Lydia's brothers, you know, very young and everything with their father and whatnot. It got me thinking. And uh, I told pastor, say, pastor, my brother sent me a picture um, of, of me when I was little and says, I know you're going to want to see this picture. It'll, it'll just really be really good. And so we, we kind of laughed and joked about it. But I want to show you the picture, okay? So the person with the hair, okay, that's me, okay? And uh, I probably was four or five years old back then. My, I'm four years older than my brother, okay? And that's my brother, Damon. Okay, can you imagine me with a fro? Okay, I had the fro all the way through the high school when I went to the Navy, okay? And so picture me, okay, as a teenager, okay, um, walking in the quad at high school, and I had yellow pants, okay, shirt, and a fro, okay? All right, but uh, I thought you'd like that picture. We can get rid of that one, okay? We'll come to the second one in a minute, okay? All right, there. But I figure since Pastor showed Bowser, I figure I would show myself with the fro, okay? <laughs> All right. So we are going to continue with the keeping of the Christmas theme in our messages here. Okay. And um, uh, all, all of, we got some kids here, sixth grade and under. How many kids, sixth grade and under, do we have? Okay. We got a few. All right. Good, good. Well, um, we got some gifts here. Okay. Here, here's one. Okay, and uh, whoever gets these gifts, you'll be able to open them if you want today. Okay, or you can take it home, it doesn't matter. Okay, there is something in each of them. Okay, but uh, I just wanted to show that to you. And I'm going to take one right here. Okay, and what do you think about that, ladies? Right? Is it nice? All right, now I'll have to admit, this bow gave me a hard time today. I, you know, the little, the little sticky things on the back, you know, trying to, I, I just gave up, and I just took some tape and taped it on there, so it's not, not quite, quite as good as I wanted to, but uh, I thought I did a good job, right, picking the colors, the palettes, right? Yeah, nice, huh? My family will tell you, I don't wrap gifts like this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my gift is usually like 
Now, <laughs> amen. Now, we're going to go somewhere. Now, this message is going to be short, okay? Short for me, all right? And so uh, we'll, we'll probably... 20 minutes, maybe, okay? All right. So I know you, that, that, oh, 20 minutes, right? You're excited, right? You got more hot chocolate and cider out there. But if you would, take your Bible and go to John chapter 4. John chapter 4. We're going to hold the title of the message uh, here, uh, kind of a, more or less of a devotional thought. But John chapter 4, and let's look at verse number 24. John 4, verse 24. And uh, before we get into uh, the Word of God this evening and uh, the thought that uh, I think will be good for us to carry, um, let us have a word of prayer. Lord, thank you very much for what you did on the cross, Lord. And as the teen saying, can it be? Lord, um, our minds go to that wonderful hymn, and can it be? Lord, thank you that you loved us so much. And I pray that you would help us to revel, to glory, and to be thankful, full of grateful hearts for the love you showed to us, dear God. And Lord, I don't know the hearts of all men, only you do, Lord. And I pray that if there's someone that doesn't know you as Savior, that, Lord, they would hear, Lord, of your wonderful plan of salvation. And then, Lord, help us as believers to appreciate and to love and to just praise you and have hearts full of thanksgiving for your love. In the demonstration of that love on Calvary, as Pastor preached about this morning, in Jesus' name we pray, amen. So John 4, in verse 24, you are there, and it says, Jesus was speaking to the woman at the well, and he said, God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So according to this verse, God is a what? A spirit. Now, can we see a spirit? No, we can't, right? And it's interesting, if we go to Luke 24 and verse 39, okay, Luke 24 and verse 39, please turn there. This was after the Lord was resurrected from the dead. Luke 24 and verse 39. Look, at, if you would, at verse number 36. Luke chapter 24, verse 36. And as they thus spake, Jesus himself stood in the midst of them and saith unto them, Peace be unto you. But they were terrified and affrighted and supposed that they had seen a what? A spirit. And Jesus said unto them, Why are you troubled? And why do thoughts arise in your hearts? Behold my hands and my feet that it is I myself, handle me and see, for spirit hath not flesh and bones as ye see me have. Hmm. Go to Hebrews, if you would, chapter 2. Hebrews chapter 2. So God is the spirit. And then when Jesus appeared to them after his resurrection, they were afraid, they were affrighted. They supposed they had seen his spirit, but he says, no, it's me, touch me, okay? And he, and, and, and he said, uh, and handle and he said, for spirit hath not flesh and bones as ye see me have. If we look at Hebrews chapter number 9, probably one of my favorite verses as we consider salvation, we see here Hebrews 2 and look at verse number 9. But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, 
that he by the grace of God should taste death for every man. Now that part of the word, uh, verse here where it says he was made lower, okay, than the angels, that's not referring to the fact that Jesus was created. Jesus is God. Jesus spoke the world into existence, okay? Made lower than the angels referring to his incarnation. The word incarnation means his, if you would, taking on flesh, okay? Taking on flesh. Um, in 1 John chapter number 5, verse number 7, it says there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. These three are one. And that verse speaks of the triunity of God, or the Godhead, if you would. We use the word trinity, okay? If you would, go to John chapter number 1. John chapter number 1. John chapter number 1, and let's look at verse number 1. John 1 and verse number 1. John chapter number 1, verse number 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Okay? Look at verse 2. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. And in him was life, and the life was the light of men. So let's jump back up to verse number one. Who was in the beginning? The Word. And the Word was with God, right? But the, what it says, and the Word was God. So you have God with God? Are you, you know, reading this verse? Okay. All right, scratch your head a little bit. Okay. And then it says, the same was in the beginning with God, referring back to the Word. Verse 3, all things were made by him. By whom? The Word. So the Word made all things. The Word created all things. Okay? Um, then look at John 14. Ver, I'm sorry, not chapter, chapter 14. Verse 1, verse 14. John chapter 1, verse 14. Okay? Same, same chapter. And the Word was made, what? Flesh. And dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. The Word was made flesh. Think about that. The Word was made flesh. I would like for us to go to the book of Hebrews in chapter number 5. The book of Hebrews in chapter number 5. Book of Hebrews chapter number 5. So... At the well, the Lord Jesus told the woman there that God is a spirit, right? They that worship him must worship in spirit and in truth, okay? But Jesus said, you know, said that, you know, spirit hath not flesh and bones, as you, he's talking about himself. He's speaking to the disciples. And yet we read in the book of 1 John that, you know, the, the word, right, is, you know, for the three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word and the Holy Ghost, these three are one. We hear in John chapter number one about the Word was with God and the Word was God and the Word became flesh. And we put these verses together and they're unmistakably telling us that Jesus Christ is God. Now for many in this room, I'm telling you something that is no, uh, it's no surprise to you, okay? But it's very important that we know, we remember and we emphasize, okay, that Jesus is God. Because, oh, I tell you, when you think about salvation and what Jesus did, back what God did, 
It is wonderful. Think about it. So let's look at Hebrews 10. Let's look at verse number five. Hebrews chapter 10 and verse number five. So basically, up to this point, we've seen from the scriptures that basically God became flesh. Okay? Now, what does this have to do with Christmas? Well, it has a lot to do with Christmas. Amen? That's the reason. You know, we say that, you know, heard the saying, Jesus is the reason for the season, right? But I think the point that I want to just, for us to consider, to think about, and to ponder this evening is found here in Hebrews 5. It says, wherefore, when he cometh into the world. Now, that pronoun he, who is it referring to? Jesus. He came into the world, right? Wherefore, when he cometh into the world, he saith, sacrifice and offering thou wouldest not, but a body hast thou prepared me. I want to stop and I'll reread that again. It says, wherefore, when he cometh into the world, he saith, sacrifice and offering thou wouldest not, but a body hast thou prepared me. This is a reference to a messianic portion of scripture. Remember pastor preached this morning about Jesus in the Psalms, of course. And if we go to Psalm 40, okay, if you would take your Bible now and go to Psalm 40, please. Psalm 40. Psalm 40. And let us look at verses 6 through 8. Psalm 40, verses 6 through 8. Sacrifice and offering thou didst not desire. My ears hast thou opened. Burnt offering and sin offering hast thou not required. Then said I, lo, I come in the volume of the book, it is written of me. I delight to do thy will, O God, O my God. Yea, the light law is within my heart. That is a direct reference made in Hebrews chapter number 10. And going back to Hebrews in verse number 5, he says, but a body hast thou prepared me. And really the, the thought, okay, is in the title of the message, God's wrapped gift. Just as I have here wrapped gifts, God wrapped his gift. He wrapped his gift in flesh. He wrapped his gift in flesh. Why is that significant? Well, God is a spirit. Spirit had, doesn't have flesh and bones, right? Okay. In order for Jesus Christ to offer himself a sacrifice for our sins, he had to get a body. That he might be offered as a lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. God's wrapped gift. I'll continue reading in Hebrews 5. Wherefore, when he cometh into the world, he saith, Sacrifice and offering thou wouldest not, but a body hast thou prepared me. In burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin thou hast had no pleasure. Then said I, Lo, I come in the volume of the book, it is written of me to do thy will, O God. Above when he said, sacrifice and offering and burnt offerings and offering for sin thou wouldest not, neither hadst pleasure therein, which are offered by the law. Then said he, lo, I come to do thy will, O God. He taketh away the first, that he may establish the second. That's referring to the covenants. 
The first covenant was that under Moses, under the law. But then his covenant, the new covenant, the testament in his blood. And I love that last verse there. I believe it's in verse number 10. It says, by the which will we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. Think about that. Jesus Christ was offered once for all. What is the significance of Christmas? God's wrapped gift. He came in flesh. He lived a perfect life, sinless, so that when he offered his life on the cross, it was a pure sacrifice. The blood of Jesus Christ cleanseth people from all sin. If I place my faith in Jesus Christ, what happens to my sin? It's gone, right? The blood of Jesus Christ cleanseth me from all sin. And really, I would like us just to consider something. The greatest and the most valuable gift ever given to man was God's son, the Lord Jesus Christ. That gift was both wrapped in flesh. Consider what Romans 8, 3 says. God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin condemned sin in the flesh. So Jesus, he was not a sinner. He was perfect, pure, right? And when he offered himself a sacrifice for sins, God accepted it. Amen. So he not only came enrobed in flesh, but he also came wrapped, not came wrapped, they, after he came, they wrapped him in swaddling clothes, right? Laid, lying in a manger, okay? Most in the world who have had the opportunity to open and accept this gift have turned God down. Think about it. People that have been preached to, told how to be saved, right? They continue on the broad road to destruction, many, okay? But think about it. God has touched and opened our hearts where we have believed the gospel and that we're saved. Just think about that. God's wrapped gift if you've never accepted God's free gift of his son so that you can escape the eternal punishment for your sin in hell and live with Jesus Christ in heaven forever, then the answer is crystal clear what you need to do. You must repent and believe the gospel. Well, what is the gospel? The gospel is the good news that the Lord Jesus Christ died for your sins was buried and rose again the third day, proving that God was satisfied with the payment Christ made for your sins and that Christ is God. Think of that. If Christ is God, then God became a man so that he could give himself a sacrifice for our sins that we might be saved. The last thing that Christ said on the cross when he gave his life was, it is finished. Then he gave up the ghost. He died. If the Lord Jesus Christ did everything necessary to redeem or buy back mankind and to deliver men from the eternal judgment in hell and to give them eternal life, then how does one receive this free gift? It is by faith. It's by repenting and believing the gospel, by changing our mind about how we thought we could earn favor with God and get to heaven by our works. We need to change, we need to turn from that thinking, okay, and embrace and receive 
the finished work of Christ on the cross. It's important. That is what we need to do. And I dare say, most, if not everybody in this room, I don't know, but I know many of you, your professed faith in Christ, you've accepted Christ as your Savior. But if there's one in here that really not sure where you're going to go when you die, you've been maybe trying to work your way to heaven to be good enough, let me tell you, we can't be good enough. We can't be good enough. And that's why God, he became flesh, Jesus Christ, and he offered himself a sacrifice for our sins. Now, I want you to think about this. If you have received Christ as your Savior, how are you showing your gratitude for the greatest gift that you've ever received? I want you to think in your mind back to a Christmas where you were very excited and you got the gift that you wanted. Anyone have that Christmas in mind, maybe years ago, where you got something you wanted? You got that in your mind? Okay. How many of you have been disappointed? Yeah? Hands go up, been disappointed about, well, I didn't get what I wanted, right? Okay. Well, um, I'm going to show you a picture here in just a second when I give the sound men uh, the go-ahead of Christmas in the Jones house 11 years ago. Okay? I made mention about this before, okay? But um, I, I think Jason and my daughter, Jared, are going to kill me when I show them this picture, but that's okay. All right, <laughs> but go ahead and show this picture. So this was 11 uh, years ago, okay, I think. If, uh, maybe not, okay, maybe the, maybe the year is wrong, I'm not sure. Okay, now I'm just looking at the time and the, and, the, and the year. But this was a Christmas, okay, um, 11 years ago. And uh, I don't know if you can see here, but right there where Jerry's hand is, there's Colgate toothpaste. <laughs> now, we, 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 gave some, we gave some gifts to our, to our kids and everything, but what we did was, my wife and I, we bought toiletry items and different things, and we wrapped them up and, and everything. And we handed them out. And uh, I could tell, you could tell at my daughter's face, right? Just looking down at this, really, Mom? Really, Dad? Yeah? Okay? <laughs> I'm not sure where Jason is opening up, okay? But uh, you can, th thank you, you can go ahead and take that picture out there. But uh, there's been times when we've been disappointed about the gifts that we have received. I was looking for one picture that, um, it was Jason's birthday, and uh, he had, I forgot how old he was, I don't know if he was 12 or 13, whatever, but he had wanted a ripstick. And so I uh, went and bought him one and kind of hid it in the back of the van and uh, just kind of put it under some things and just had him come out and get it and everything. And you should have seen the look on his face when he found it. He was just like, the look was priceless, okay? He wanted, he had wanted that. And you know, that kind of just goes to my mind is about the gifts that we've received over the years. There are some that we want so badly, we get them. Others, we, we get disappointed. We say, what is this? But when we think about what God gave to us, there is no disappointment. Think about it. God's wrapped gift. You know, um, if, 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 they would have just, if they would have known who Jesus was, they just would have known. If their eyes were open, right, they would not crucify the Lord's glory. But Jesus gave his life. He was crucified. And that wrapped gift bought us eternal redemption. 
Just want us to ponder about that, think about that, what Jesus has done for us. And this Christmas season, when we're opening up gifts, okay, um, think about God's wrapped gift. Mm. Well, so I got three gifts to give out, okay? So do we have any first graders? No first graders? Do we have any second graders? Brother Weldon, you have to put your hand down. That's second grade. <laughs> I'm teasing. <laughs> Just teasing. <laughs> All right, Silas, come on up. You get to pick a gift. You get to pick any one of those three gifts. Oh, you're welcome. Do you want to open it now? Or you want to take it home? All right, take it home. All right. All right. Now, there is something in there. Okay. All right. Think some things you'll like. Okay. Do we have uh, any third graders? Rihaya, come on up. Third grade. All right. We're almost done. So you got two gifts left. Which one do you want? Why do you want that one? I'm curious why she wants that one. <laughs> she wants this one, huh? Oh, that one? Okay. You, you want to open it? You want to take it? Oh, what, what's up with no? They want to take them home. <laughs> All right. Do we have a fourth grader? Brother Wu's son. All right. Andrew, come on up. Did I get his name right? Okay. All right. Here you go. Do you want to open it or do you want to take it home? Okay. Uh, three for three. <laughs> three for three. All right. So. This Christmas, and these three, okay, these three young people, young, young people, they open up their gifts. May God bring back to remembrance just the simple thought that God sent his gift wrapped in flesh for the purpose that he might die and give his life for us. Amen. Let's have a word of prayer. Our Father, thank you very much, Lord, for this evening and just this devotional thought. Thank you for the gift that you've given to us. And Lord, I'm so thankful that you spoke to my heart.